You're listening to the Pro Wrestling Talk Podcast, where we do predictions, news, and beyond for each NXT and WWE pay-per-view. And now, here are your hosts, Travis, the Varsity Villain Terry, and the MH Show himself, Michael Hensley. Welcome, this is the uh, Pro Wrestling Talk Podcast with your host Travis, the Varsity Villain Terry, and co-host Michael, the uh, MH Show himself, Michael Hensley. Michael, say hello to everybody. Hello, it's me. It's me, it's me, it's the VV. And uh, we're here today with the uh, Evolution Post Show slash Reaction Show. Um, We just got finished watching the show there. It went on for uh, about... 7 to about 10.30. 7 to about... Oh, about 10.20. It ended about 10 minutes. Yeah, one of the earlier pay-per-views. Again, they start them a little bit earlier. Another pre-show started at 6 and didn't have any matches, and they're just kind of hyping up all the matches. But um, we'll go ahead and first off, just start off with just a couple, you know, shout-outs and plugs and things of that nature. You can follow us at Pro Wrestling Talk at Pro Wrestling TLK on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, and also follow us, follow me personally on Twitter at uh, Travis Terry 2 Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter. I'll be on there as well. Mike, you can go ahead and just start off your plugs there if you want to go ahead and do that. Yeah, you can follow me at MHShow21. That's M-H-S-H-O-W-21. That's on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, PlayStation Network. And you can also add me on Facebook if you want on the Pro Wrestling Talk Facebook page. We post on there and stuff. You can add me if you want. And, uh, again, also, collarandelbowbrand.com. Go over to their website there, and you can use our promo code PWT at the checkout, like we've been saying for months and months now. Just go over and use that promo code PWT. Uh, and, like I said, save 10% on your order. They've got a lot of new stuff out, the fall stuff. they got the sweatshirts and the uh, the T-shirts, the you know hoodies, ja- jackets, so forth and so on. Go over there to collarandelbowbrand.com and use that code PWT at the checkout and save 10% on your order. Um, also, Wrestle Rumble. If you, uh, you know, obviously they got the Wrestle Rumble pickums for the Evolution. Uh, I wonder, you know, who knows how you did? You may have done good. You may have not done good. You know, but there's always room for the next one there at the Crown Jewel. They've got that coming up this Friday. Uh, I'd say stuff will open up for that probably Tuesday or Wednesday this week. Yeah. You can go ahead and start putting your, you know, predictions in and things like that. WrestleRumble.com. Over there, they've got T-shirts. You can go to ProWrestlingTees.com and buy some of their merch if you want to, like T-shirts and. And, you know, stuff like that. But, um, we got anything else to add before we just jump into the whole reactions of the card, Mike? You got anything to add or anything at all? Um, I don't think I did the best on Pro Wrest or on Wrestle Rumble. Well, I did, I did some entries. I don't think I did the best. I think I did pretty decent, but I'm not expecting a top five finish this, this, this time around. It, happen, it happens from time to time. You know, it's, uh, that's, that's the name of the game. You, sometimes you do really good on Wrestle Rumble and sometimes it's, it's tougher than usual. So that's the name of the game. And like I said, um, you have a chance to win a big prizes there. We'll, uh, on our next podcast, the predict, the prediction show for the crown jewel, we'll, uh, give you all the information on what they've got going on with that one and you know the rewards you may get for that but uh we'll go ahead and jump straight into the card here if you um we'll go ahead and do that there the first match of the night here we had uh what was the first actual match mikey uh, it was um well it started off with a concert 
Oh yeah, the con. Yeah, the con. We can't forget about the concert. They had. Uh, I'm not sure if the actual performers. It was kind of like a rock concert type thing. Uh, you had that go on. They sung that, and then the first match was Trish Stratus. Yep. And um, Trish and Lita. Trish and Lita, which versus Alicia Fox and Alexa Bliss. They uh, or no, Alicia Nick, Fox and Mickey uh, James. And Mickey James. Alexa Bliss did come out and cut a promo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and she did, she came out and cut a promo and was ringside during the whole match there. But overall, um, the match itself, well, Michael's actually out getting some food pizza, for us, yeah. some p- pizzas for us. So I'll, I'll go ahead and just give kind of my thoughts on the match there, what I've seen. Um, you know, Trish and Lita looked all right in the ring. I thought they did good, you know, if, uh, you know, especially they have a lot of ring rust. You know, that's just, if, you know, that's just the way it is. They've not been in the ring for so long, you know, and they and I feel like they did a great job. In general, of, of you know, wrestling wise, they, they got the win in this match. Obviously, if you guys have not seen it, they did pull out the victory over Alicia Fox and um, um, uh, Mickey James. Mickey James. I don't know why we keep forgetting that, but yeah, that was that's what happened in that match there. And, you know, not not a whole lot to say on it. It was kind of around a, uh, I'd give it a probably a six and a half. Probably it just not. I mean, it was just what well, it was just average at best, but not not very much. Literally on it. ordered pizza. And I thought it'd take like 15 minutes because this was like 20 minutes before the pre-show, and they said it'd be about 35 minutes. Then I get there, and still had to wait like 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, well. And it didn't miss much of a match. Just as a cool moment seeing Trish and Lita there. Uh, but we'll be back here in just one short second. Michael's actually going to pump gas here, so we'll be back in just one short second, guys. And welcome back after another just a short break there. Uh, we'll jump back into the um, the Evolution card here. Just again, was just talking about you know the Lita and. Um, Trish Stratus match. Again, it was just average. I'd give it a base, you know, six and a half. Just cool. Just uh, I'd give it just a little bit of higher of a ranking just because just cool just seeing uh, Trish and Lita back in the ring. But overall, it was just solid. Well, I got Nothing a, respect, but I, go ahead, man. I've got a question for you, like, okay. Do you think, after seeing Lita and Trish, do you think this is just a one-night thing, or do you think it's potentially they could fight more than that, or, or what, what's, what's your thoughts on that? Because I didn't see it, so. Well, just by what I've seen, you know, I feel like they can, they could go a little bit more, but I didn't really see any kind of indications on them, you know, setting up a future match or anything like that. But again, like if they wanted to do something down the road, I think they would definitely have the potential to do it. Maybe like a Trish Stratus versus Alexa Bliss match at Mania, or like you know, throw Lita somewhere in there and fight somebody like a Sasha Banks type thing. Have a couple of dream matches down the road. But I definitely think they're capable of wrestling, you know, big time matches. That again, if they was going to do something, maybe at WrestleMania. Have a little bit more ring work. Did Alexa Bliss and Trish have any moments or anything? No, the only the only thing Alexa Bliss did really was when Alita got to the top rope to do her backflip onto you know the, the opponents there. Uh, she took her legs out from under. She really didn't have anything else to do with the match. She's just kind of walking around and hollering and you know do the stuff that she usually does, but nothing really um, setting up anything future for uh, you know Bliss and Trish or anybody like that. Well, since, uh, well, I'll just, I'll tell a quick little story, little thing. So I went in there and just got gas. And, uh, that woman, I mean, because, okay, for the viewers that's not, can't see me, I am, um, I dressed up as Ronda Rousey. (laughs) That's what my Halloween gift, my suit was. Uh So the way I did it, I got a full body suit, one of the black full body suits, because I didn't have leggings, women's (laughs) leggings. So I wore full body black suit. And I only wore, like, you know, I had the rest of it down, kind of. And I wore my Hot Ronda, a Hot Topic shirt that says Hot Ronda, yeah. that literally me and Travis joke about all the time. I did buy that shirt, and I did wear it, and I wore a wig and everything. So, 
so anyways so now i've got these nike camouflage shorts over it and i'm just wearing my hot ronda shirt in there and they, they, i've got these arms dangling beside me where the from the black suit because i only i still got the, the leg thing because they're actually pretty comfortable shockingly yeah but uh so that woman she's just like okay i know you've been to a halloween party but where did you go to and i'm just like <laughs> uh actually i went to a watch a wrestling pay-per-view house party and stuff like that she's like well what was you and i was like well you may not have been able to guess it but i was ronda rousey at some point earlier this night (laughs) so that woman she's just kind of like okay she's like i ain't watched wrestling in a while and stuff like that i thought she suspended something like i know it was the women's pay-per-view night and i was like i was all in for ronda tonight so but yeah that's my quick little halloween story there <laughs> that's pretty good I, I i didn't go in here i was just sitting in here and mike went in there and did that so that's kind of that's pretty funny though i had to submit um and i actually for the halloween party i dressed up as like an evil scarecrow type thing have like the bird which the only thing i was kind of had a problem with though the burlap i put over kind of stunk in a way like i <laughs> like the burlap kind of has that weird smell to it it kind of kind of makes my head hurt in a way but um, overall, I, it's pretty comfortable outfit. I'm going to wear it Wednesday on Halloween uh, to work and things of that nature. So I, I think it turned out pretty good. I got the gloves, the hat, the cool mask, which I, the mask was my favorite part of the whole outfit. But Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, regardless, though. But we'll jump in back into the card. Uh, the second match of the night was the actual Battle Royal. Battle Royal. The, women's bat- the 20 women Battle Royal match for a future shot Wait, at a... Should we just call it Fortnite mode? Pretty much is what it was. Mode. Yeah. Pretty much what it was. That's what we can start calling the Royal Rumble match. Just PUBG uh, Battle Royale, pretty yeah, much. That works. Uh, that works. And women's Battle Royale. But um, this match here, this was a uh, whoever the whoever wins the match gets a shot at the uh, uh, the women's championship of the show that they're on. Which uh, Nia Jax. No surprises. No. There was, there was no surprise entries. It was everybody that was promoted, and that's who it was. There was no. Right, nobody, you know, no shock, you know, shockers that they had, you know, the legends are, you know, Alundra Blaze and uh, Molly Holly and people like that. But that was pretty much advertised yeah, on the poster. Announced. Everybody was legit announced. There was 100%, that's what it was. Yeah, and uh, overall, I enjoyed the match. I always enjoy Battle Royals, even if they're on Raw, SmackDown, Sunday Night Heat, Velocity. I don't care what it's on. I always enjoy a, a good Battle Royal. This was a pretty good Battle Royal. Um, yeah. You know, I had, we had, well, Nia Jax was obviously the winner. Um, of the match, and like I said, it was uh, it was overall good. I didn't really see Nia Jax winning it, honestly. I thought there was a potential shot where, again, Michael was talking earlier on the Facebook page, if you guys follow that, um, he was talking about, you know, Nia and Ronda never really got their true, you know, one-on-one match. Um, so, like I said, that this will be somewhere down the road they get a match, which probably looks like it's going to be the next few because Nikki really didn't, um, you know, do anything to – like have a rematch with Ronda, I wouldn't think so. They may jump right into Nia and Ronda here uh, tomorrow on Raw, so we'll see. But again, overall the match was fun. Had some cool stuff happen. Had the uh, Carmela do her five or seven second dance, and while Truth was in the stands, like they all paused and had her do it, which was pretty funny. Had some cool eliminations, things like that. But Nia Jax was the winner. I would give the match ranking a uh, seven point. Five out of ten. It was just overall. It was just a fun battle royal. I had some eliminations there, but Nia Jax was the winner, and I'm okay with it. We'll see where see where it goes from here. Um, but Nia Jax is the winner, seven and a half. I've not really got else to say anything. And Mike, what do you think on it there? I agree with the seven and a half. The last one, the, the final four. In case if you're just wondering, yeah. was Tamina Snuka, Nia Jax, Ember Moon, and Oscar. Oscar. Mm-hmm. In which the final two was Ember Moon and. Um, 
nigh, which they actually had a really good back and forth, really. Their encounters there at the end, the only thing that kind of sucked is once Nia just kind of slammed her. She just picked her up and threw her out, no problems. Right. It was kind of like, eh, you just had a better encounter a minute ago when Ember almost eliminated Nia, I thought. But, I mean, overall, it was pretty good. There are a few botches and stuff like that, but that's what you expect in a battle royal. And, like, a few of the people, like the older superstars, like Alundra Blaze, and she got threw out, she just kind of rolled out, kind of, and it was just like, eh. Yeah. But, I mean... It was pretty good to be, especially women and going over, the, you know, most of them going, I think that went over the top. It was over the top, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yep. So, yep. you know, them going over the top rope, they actually done a pretty decent job. It didn't look as awkward as I thought it would. Um, I'd give it a seven and a half. I thought Denai Jax, that's who I kind of, that's who I picked on the Facebook thing. And I think yeah. I actually did pick her on my Wrestle Rumble on like one or two of them. So, okay. yeah. um, Naomi didn't, didn't pull me through on my lock of the nut. It happens. It happens from time to time. But I thought Ember, I was like, well, that's close. But <laughs> He's close. Yeah. But no, Nijax got it. But which, you know, on the Facebook post, when I was talking about, they never really did get their one-on-one. Bliss ended it. So Ronda didn't get a slay. Nah, really. So I felt like there was, you know, they still had another match eventually come. She never really got her one-on-one match rematch because she fought Bliss the next thing and then lost to Bliss and that was Ronda and Bliss. So she never really did get that match. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, though, I mean, it was pretty fun. I enjoyed it. It was a good match. Um, seven and a half, though. Seven and a half, yeah. And my pick of the night there with the, for that was Dana Brooke, but she had a good show, and she made it until about the last uh, ten, maybe. Uh, she ended up she getting eliminated there, so that was my pick. She was on a roll there. I kind of thought they may give it to her, just kind of like a shock element. But, again, now, you know, makes sense winning it, so I, I don't have a problem with that. Um, but, again, we'll go on to the next match here. The night was the... What was the next match of that like you remember right off? Um, the May Young Classic. The May Young Classic with um, the name we can't pronounce, Eero uh, uh, Shahara versus Tony Storm. I thought this match was really good. I was re- a really big fan of the match itself. This was the second best match of the night. I almost voted this match of the night, but we'll move, uh, get a little bit later into the show to tell what my match of the night was. But overall, great match, great wrestling ability throughout the ma- both of the matches. They're both great competitors they called her the uh the shahari the like the king of the or the uh, genius of the sky sky, and she proved it there she had some cool high-flying moments during the match and and tony was really technically sound during the match i really like her as a wrestler i've not seen both of them at all much but i'm I'm a fan of tony storm i think she's really good and so and for shahari as well but um i'd give the match itself a eight points um eight point seven five out of ten no eight point five all out of ten i thought it was good um a great match. This was my second best match of the night. I thought, um, and we'll see where it goes from there with Tony Storm. Uh, you know, winning her, she fell short last year for the May Young Classic in the semifinals there, um, and she finally got the um, got over the hump and won the uh, May Young Classic. But overall, I'll give it an eight point five zero out of ten. Great, great match. I thought, Mike. What do you think? I agree. I thought it was a it was a really good match. I had a lot of high expectations coming into the match, and. Um, I do like the the good thing is about the May Young Classic and stuff like that is you do bring a lot of new talent into WWE and they get to perform and then a lot of them end up getting signed through WWE and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really good, especially if you're going to keep building the the women's division and stuff like that. As far as the match goes, I thought it was really good. Some really good spots and stuff. I figured Tony would win just because I didn't think they would go two Asians, you know, back to back Asians to win it. Right. Uh, so, uh, overall, though, I was impressed. I thought it, 
Which Tony's only what twenty two? I thought she's really young. I'm not. She's sure like twenty two years old. Yeah, so that's uh, that's a young age. So that's really. I mean, I think she's got a bright, bright future and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Which did they get? I guess they get a contract to NXT, don't you? If you win it, I'm wanting to think. I would, I would imagine you would get some sort of contract with NXT or like a WWE deal. I'm not sure. I'd probably NXT. I would imagine. I know that they get. They're definitely signed when they win it, because like the cruiserweights was signed, and then you know, yeah, Kari Sane last year and Baszler was both signed, and I know what's her name. The the Asians already signed. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming Tony has signed as well. But yeah, the match itself, though, I give it a. 8.25 out of 10. I, I thought it was a really good match, though. Great match, yeah. I, I'm in agreement there. It was one of the, like I said again, that was my second favorite match of the night. Just great wrestling, great great high spots during the match. Just overall did very well on that. But uh, we'll jump on into the next match there, uh, which was a C. We three had three, wasn't it? What, the right squad and uh, Bailey and them? Uh, yeah, the right squad versus Bailey, Sasha, and Natty. Again, I really wasn't just a big fan of the match itself. I mean, it was an okay match. I didn't really have a lot of expectations going into the match. Um, you know, again, you had you had some botches during that match too, which kind of you know hurt it. But it was, it was kind of expected too. You know, with that match, they're all three great competitors. But I just, I just really wasn't a big fan of the match. I'd give it first off. You know, Bailey, um, Bailey, Sasha, and Natty won the match. Um, I'd give the match a 6 out of 10. I just really wasn't a big fan of it. I wasn't really excited going into that match. We was kind of talking, you know, throughout the match, too, and it was just kind of like I wasn't really invested in the match, honestly. I just I kind of felt like we was all in agreement that probably, you know, the the good girls would have won the match, and they did. So it just kind of felt like a kind of like a house show type match. We was talking, you know, throughout that whole match, and, you know, it was just it was through the whole card, you know. It kind of felt like a, a house show feel to it. We had, we had the lighting was kind of – dark kind of felt like a house show and you know things of that nature so it just kind of just felt like a plain raw or smackdown match or, or some sort of house show match to me it just kind of threw together last minute so i wasn't really the biggest fan of it but i give it a six out of ten with you know bailey and them obviously winning the match mike what are your thoughts on it um see this is what i hate i hate when you got matches that mean absolutely nothing yeah. and i felt this match meant absolutely nothing it never drew our interest very much besides when it would botch. I mean, we were watching, but it's just like background noise, kind of. Yeah. That's all it boiled down to. Nothing nothing against any of them. them. I mean, the match had a couple good spots, but they had some pretty bad botches, too, at the same time. Mm-hmm. I just, it just never had no nothing to really intrigue me. Like, there was, they really weren't fighting for nothing. The rivalry wasn't, wasn't there. You just you got to do something to grab me. You just can't. I mean, if you're at a house show, this works. But on a pay-per-view, the first women's pay-per-view, they should have had some heated rivalries. I mean, like, you could have honestly, like, Natalia just being in is so random. It's the whole thing is just, the, the whole just thing. With, on the card, pretty Just much. the thing with the whole Bailey and Sasha and them. I really just wish all all six of these people had just been in the Battle Royal instead. Yeah. I think that would have just been a lot better route to have went. And... To be honest, I mean, I don't. I give it a four. Yeah, I, I, I give it a four. I, I think this was the blimp. Like, definitely, it was a bathroom break. Yeah. Oh, I mean, definitely. it was. It was definitely our talk match and stuff like that. I, I caught myself. I'm checking fantasy football scores and everything. Good. I just. I had no. There's just. I mean, and it's nothing against them. I mean, it's just. It's more or less on WWE than it is the, the way it was booked. The book. I mean, you gotta. You gotta get me some kind of intrigue to the match. You gotta. Say something personal about somebody or do something. You got to do something that intrigues me. And I just didn't feel like it. And I didn't feel like, like, 
you can get two great wrestlers and that will intrigue me yeah but it's just like i don't feel like ruby Wright and all them's all like they're not gonna have like a five-star match and i knew it weren't gonna be a five-star match i know sarah logan is very green and i know you know um live morgan she's green as well yeah i just feel like they should have just been in the battle royal or you should have had sasha versus bailey and this should have been their big payoff match yeah. with their rivalries from i mean it's just months and months and months of them hating each other to you ain't you ain't crap you know you ain't as yeah. sasha bailey actually cussing and it's like leading up something and it's like oh no they got dr shelby yeah. then it's like they just become friends instantly again and it's the whole thing is just Bailey and Sasha need to be split up from. They need to be moved to SmackDown or yeah. something because it, honestly, it's not working. And honestly, with but uh, Becky and them, yeah. I think that Sa- Sasha and Bailey would work a lot better with them. And then uh, just Raw, it's not working. I think Bailey needs to at least be moved to Raw or to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Sasha could turn heel and feud with Ronda. That'd be a pretty intriguing feud. Yeah, but. I don't know. I feel like Sasha's got a lot of heat on her, too, because I did see a report. Where, or, like, well, she was talking about what they asked her about Bliss not being on the show, and she's just, like, said karma's a bee and wow. stuff like that. So, I don't know. I, I think that's Sasha's biggest problem. I think she's got a lot of backstage heat on her and crap like that yeah. for stuff like that. And she's, like, very, like, she's publicly known that she's pretty rude to fans. And, and like, you meet her in airports, she's not, she's not really friendly. Not anything to do with you, yeah. So... But honestly, that's off the subject of stuff. But as far as the match goes, I give it a four out of ten, and that's all I really got to say about that match. Yeah, and I'm in, I'm in agreement there with that. It was just it was just not well done. And like Michael's saying, it's just these matches with no meaning really have no intrigue to me. You had like every match. Well, uh, go ahead. I got one other little point. It's like I felt the Wright Squad should have won this match too. You could have at least had Ruby Wright kind of looking strong with her squad feuding against Ronda here like soon or whatever. Yeah, you could have been setting that up. Or, like, the only intriguing thing about this match is after the match, if one of them turned on each other, if, like, Natalia laid out Sasha or Sasha laid out back. Yeah. That was the only thing, but there was nothing like that. It was just plain old, plain Jane, you know, they won the match and they're all hugging and, you know, going on, and they just, that's it, that's pretty it. much. But, yeah, I, I'm in agreement there. Just like with the no matches, uh, this match here had no meaning. Like, you had all the other matches. They had some sort of meaning to them. Yep. You had title matches or the Battle Royal. You know, you had the chance to fight, have a WWE potential chance at the, you know, the title later on down the road. And just had these matches that had meaning uh, definitely to them. But, uh, again, that we'll move off that match. It's kind of one of the blemishes of the pay-per-view. But we'll move on to the, uh, the next match there, which was said we had – uh, was it Becky? And then was that the next match? Was that the co-main? Yeah. Was that the next one? So we got the co-main event of Becky, Becky and uh, Charlotte for the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship, and this was the last women's standing match. I thought this match was very, very good. Had a lot of, you know, had a lot of high hopes going into this match here. Uh, we forgot to actually talk about Shayna Baszler and. Uh, yeah, that was the. Yeah, that was. Right. That was the match, and then it was Charlotte. Then, but uh, again, we'll talk about Shayna and them actually right now. Shayna Baszler and um, the Pirate Woman, you know, having uh, for the NXT Championship match. Uh, this match was really good too. I thought it was actually a pretty good match. I didn't really have a lot of high expectations going into it, where we've kind of seen it. You know, uh, you know, we've seen it before, and then. Um, uh, the pirate, her name's slipping my mind for Kari some. Sane. Kari Sane, yes, yeah, Kari Sane for some reason. But uh, yeah, uh, she, they both had a fantastic match. I thought it was good. Um, you could just said Japanese girl. Yeah, I liked the last podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, again, the match, the match itself was good. We had uh, Shayna Baszler win uh, the NXT Women's Championship back from her via outside submission or via 
outside interference. interference. Yeah, she uh, she got through into the barricade there, which was a household kind of barricade. They had the railings up instead of the actual padded stuff. They're like David original shows, but that's off the point. Uh, and then she got the three other uh, or the two other horsewomen to come in there and kind of you know distract Kari Sane from uh, you know winning the match. And, you know, got Kari Sane distracted, and she come in and got put in the sleeper hold, and that was pretty much all she wrote. And uh, uh, referee Emily uh, Carr, Carr, Emily Carr, Emily Carr uh, was the moment of, of that, of moment of the whole night was her referee in that match was just, it was just, we was getting into it. She was, she was so into the match, and, and they did mention her name quite a bit, but... Overall, I give the match a solid eight out of ten. It was good, you know. Had Baszler win the title back via, you know, the outside interference on that, and um, you know, we'll see how long she holds that title. I think she she got it back, and she's you know a destructive force in that women's division down in NXT. And now, you know, I'm excited to see where where she goes from there with that. Um, I'd give the match a just a solid eight out of ten. Um, just very, I thought it was a good match. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, I really enjoyed this match a lot, and their feud has been really good. Going back all the way to the original May Young Classic. Yeah. Um, which I think on my Wrestle Rumble, I put Baszler pretty much every one of my things too. So, yeah. hopefully I just had her and Nile on the same one. That'll be, maybe have a decent, I have a chance at finishing top 10. Maybe yeah. get a little bit of money back. So, um, but anyways, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's, because NXT, like that's always my, when we did our NXT podcast, I always go on about titles flip a lot. But it's developmental. It's what they're supposed to. It's supposed to get somebody over, put the next person over, and you you know you're See supposed how they to do you know, it. Yeah, it's what it's supposed to do. And I feel like Kari saying she really needs a tough heel. Like if you're going to get past Shayna Baszler, you needed a heel to really fight against. And I feel like with Blair down there and stuff like that, and I think Tony Storm will be the one that takes it off Baszler probably. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. If it's not Blair that takes it off of her, but anyways, uh. I enjoyed the match. I'd give it an, probably an eight. I don't think it was as good as Tony Storm in them's yeah, match. I agree. Yeah. So I, I give that an eight point eight point two five mm-hmm. hard. So I'm gonna give this one a solid hard eight. But overall, I think um, let's see they'll fight again here at Takeover uh, War Games. Yeah, I agree. And then that'll be it. Then I'd say, um, or I don't know, Blair may move into the title picture. I don't really know how they're gonna do that. The yeah, Bianca Blair, Blair, Bianca Blair, Blair, yeah. yeah. So honestly, um, but looking forward. I mean, I thought the match was pretty solid though, and um, yeah, that's all pretty much got to say about that. Yeah, it was a solid overall match. I, I thought it was uh, you know well did, and, and you know the right person wanted to make sense for the storyline to move forward. Uh, it made sense, and they'll probably probably match up again in NXT War Games here coming up. Uh, here in the next couple months, but uh, that was overall on that one. The match, we'll just jump into the match we was getting ready to start talking about was Charlotte and Becky um, for the SmackDown Women's Championship with the last women's standings match. Uh, I thought this match was fantastic. This was my match of the night, in my personal opinion. Um, you know, just a great match. I thought you had some table, used tables, weapons, uh, a lot of physical spots during the match. That you know, the last spot of the whole match, well, you know, was great. Becky did like kind of like the power bomb type move off the off the top rope, the top turnbuckle onto the outside into through a table, which Charlotte couldn't answer the ten count on that to get up. But <laughs> we was talking, you know, during the match, she, she uh, Charlotte got slammed through a table on the announcer's table on the outside. And, uh, you know, we was both, you know, talking back and forth. Like, Charlotte's not going to get up. She's at eight. It's at eight right now. And she was pretty much on her knees at nine. And Mike Chioda, our senior referee, just kind of stopped the, the count. 
and she was like, is that all you got to Becky? And Becky ran over there and did like the, the knee to her in the face or something like that. And, uh, I got the, you know, she wasn't even, she, she wasn't even standing up at the time and the referee still stopped the count, but that was just kind of like a small nitpicky type thing that happened during the match. But overall, I, you know, I thought the match was fantastic. I give the match an eight point, uh, seven, five out of 10. I thought it was a great match. I'd, I'd give it a nine, you know, 8.759 in that range. Uh, just fantastic match. Had a lot of you know cool table spots, uh, physical physical match, and uh, with the winner Becky retaining. Obviously, like I was saying, Charlotte couldn't answer the ten count there, and she retains, and will probably move on. I would I would imagine this might be the end of the feud, but they may still keep going with it, and maybe um, you know I, I was thinking you know we're was talking about the battle royal. I thought maybe a SmackDown person would win it as we was watching it, so Becky could kind of move on into her next opponent. But we'll see how it goes. I feel like that this is probably the end of their feud where Charlotte, you know, didn't answer the 10 counts, kind of like give up, sort of. So we'll see where it goes from here. But overall, I thought the match was uh, fantastic. It was my favorite match of the night. And uh, that's all I really got to say about it. Mike, uh, what was your th- overall thoughts on Becky and Charlotte? I thought it was a really good match. It was the match of the night, in my opinion, as well. Which going in, I figured it, it would, you know, I figured it was definitely going to be up there. Yeah. Um, like Travis said, though, the her just getting to the knees and stuff like that, and them stopping the count, that was kind of like she did that at the end, and you didn't quit, but all of a sudden you did just because she, she said was that. more on at the end than she yeah, was at that point. That, that yeah. kind of irritated me. The table didn't break the first time she tried to do throw through it and stuff like that, but I mean, that's what happens when women try to do it. Nothing. I mean, not sexist in any way. Just saying that, but I'm just saying that's just how it goes. Yeah, they don't weigh as much, and it just it's it's harder to go through one of them tables. Yeah. Um, but overall, I thought it was really good. Uh, I think their feud is done. I think Charlotte disappears. Yeah. I think she may cut a promo on SmackDown this week, and I think Becky may come out there and just tell her to leave. And I think Charlotte will. I think she'll just kind of you beat me, and then she'll leave. And then I think that's going to set up Charlotte will be in the Royal Rumble match. She'll return in the Royal Rumble match. Uh She will win the Royal Rumble match, probably from the one or two spot. Yeah, I can see it. And then um, everybody thinks she's going to challenge Becky Lynch, but in all reality, she's going to challenge Ronda. That'd be epic. That's a big money match, I think. I think that's the route they will definitely go. Especially with losing uh, Roman, I think that'll be – more they'll push more for that match to happen now which i already thought had a good chance of happening but i think more or less it will happen now yeah and uh but their match tonight though i thought was pretty good though i thought the spot that power bomb there at the end was really good and stuff it had some good physical parts to it and i liked that where charlotte was getting up one time becky just took her title and was leaving i hate how fast charlotte got up though and was able to catch her yeah. i'm like no I was like, I would have liked it if they'd actually started getting in the back and then Charlotte would have fought her back into the ring and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, overall, though, I felt it was, um, it was a really good match. And I'd say Asuka will probably be the next one to feud with Becky. Yeah. I'd assume, Summer, I'd assume Survivor Series will be Nia versus Ronda or Nia versus Ronda versus Nikki. Then they'll do Asuka versus... Um, Oscar versus uh, Becky. Becky yeah. I think Charlotte gets out of the title picture because I think I think Becky keeps the belt till maybe they now they might want to hold off on Oscar. They may want to do Oscar and, and Becky at WrestleMania. They may try to hold off for that and stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean, really, when you think, I mean, on SmackDown, who's really a face that could really? 
gulping its Becky right now. Instantly. There's really not any. Like you got the face, you know, the faces. You know, you got like I said Naomi and people like that. It's just like I, I want a, like a more believable character. Which Naomi's good and stuff, but I like a believable character, like an like an Oscar, for example, that could actually legitimately have a good star, a good five star match against somebody like a Becky and stuff like that. But you, you go ahead to your point there on that. I mean, you could go Carmella would be kind of fun. But it's like, eh, I think Carmella's kind of fell more into comedy act than yep. seriousness now. Mm-hmm. And Peyton and Billy is, they're heels, so it don't work. Mm-hmm. So, but overall, though, I give the match an 8.5 out of 10. Yeah, a solid, hard 8.5 out of 10, Michael Stowers. Michael Stowers, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like I said, again, that was the uh, Charlotte and Becky match. We'll move on to our main event of the evening, which we've got um, Nikki Bella versus Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship. Main event of the evening. Um, you know, obviously Ronda wins the match here. Um, yeah, we kind of spoiled that a lot this podcast, but uh, you know, a lot of people. You know, Nikki had a couple times during the match when I kind of thought. Sorry, I'm eating a skittle and swallowing here. My apologies, guys. But uh, you know, I think. Um, a lot of the times throughout the match, I kind of thought Nikki was going to win there for a minute. She, I put her in the uh, like the rack attack, but I'm, I think it's called something else now. It may still be that. I'm not 100% sure on that, but she hit Ronda with that and killed her with a close two count. And I kind of thought Nikki was going to win there for a second. I was like, dang, you know, she's actually going to win here and, you know, kind of shocked the world. But Ronda did end up eventually kicking out. Um, the match itself was, um, it was okay. You know, that's what you kind of expect with a, uh, a Ronda match. She kind of does a lot of the, you know, the same stuff, which what at the end was really cool. I did uh, love her, like, finisher type thing. She did, a uh, like, an armbar takedown off the top rope and then ended up getting Nikki in the armbar, which was pretty cool, and, you know, ended up making Nikki tap out at the end. Um, who knows where they'll go from there. I guess, like I said, again, we've been talking Ronda and Nia will be, you know, probably the next match, and they may still have Nikki in that title picture at the next pay-per-view or whenever they decide to fight again, so... We'll see how that goes, but overall, I go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I yeah. Okay. Um, but again, like I said, uh, I'd give the match ranking itself probably a seven point seven five. Again, because I said, you know, it, it was pretty good back and forth. Like Ronda had some offense, Nikki had some offense. It wasn't kind of like one sided. I didn't feel like I didn't feel like Ronda got all the offense or Nikki didn't get all the offense. It was kind of well mixed in between both of them. I thought it was just a you know great overall match. We'll see where it goes from here again. Probably, probably Nia, Ronda, and Nikki at the next pay per view whenever they do decide to fight. Which will be a cool triple threat match, and whoever you know, it doesn't have to be like you know Ronda getting pinned if she was to lose somehow if they wanted to take the title off of her. But again, I think she'll keep the title till Mania. But it's just another cool opponent for Ronda. But again, seven a solid seven and a half with a you know a decent main event there on that. But Mike, what do you think on that? Uh, I agree. I, I actually a seven and a half is pretty much dead on where I was thinking. It had some pretty good spots and stuff like that. Brie, I felt like could have probably interfered actually a little bit more, probably made it more a little bit more realistic, but yeah. it, it did have some really good spots, and I, I feel like WWE kind of missed the, the ball a little bit on the spot, potentially to set up a Survivor Series match. I think, because there at the end, it showed all the women up there at the stage, you know, and Ronda, and like Becky was the two front two and stuff like that, and they actually had like their arm kind of around each other celebrating. I'm like, how cool would that have been if Becky would have laid out Ronda and then you had, you know, and then just had Becky, you know, standing tall, holding the belt. You know, kind of would have been like, 
just because you could have had your Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Survivor Series the next pay-per-view coming up, and that right there, you know, or you could just have Becky versus Ronda straight up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, because they used to do it, and you don't have to have a title match, and then you can wait yeah. on Nia versus, uh, Nia versus Ronda for um, sur- uh, TLC and stuff like that. Mm-hmm for after Survivor Series exactly. and Charlotte will be out of the title instantly be out of the title picture and you're not having to find somebody to lose to Becky instantly exactly so I, I feel like that would have been something good and then you could have Becky been talking about her whole thing about being on the posters and everything and it's just like you know we may you know I'm the face of the company you know pretty much and blah 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 is the women but you know what I still didn't get on the you know the first thing you see on the chair is Ronda Rousey who got a main event the pay-per-view Ronda Rousey, yeah. she got a main event, a pay per view before me, you know, blah blah blah, that bull crap and stuff like that, and says, you know, you could have really went that route, and I think it would have been a really good Survivor Series match, and been like, that's sure. pretty cool. I agree, yeah. And um, especially the men cross brain, and you literally, literally neither one had to defend the belt. Ronda would obviously win, yeah. or you could go the route of even having Becky get DQ'd. And saving it if you want to do that match later on down the road. DQ and it keeps their like Ronda's kind of record intact to go to that mania like kind of his undefeated champ like yeah. and that will keep her record intact with without taking a pinfall at the time. Yeah, and then literally you can have one day whenever Becky, if she or Becky or Ronda ever gets moved to the other brand and stuff like that, you can be like, oh remember the last time we fought and then be like, easy booking. Oh wait a minute, wait a minute, then Ronda like can slam her and stuff like that and put her in an arm bar or something like that. Yeah. Because that literally, like, just imagine after WrestleMania, you have Ronda win. Then you do, like, the shake-up. Becky gets moved over because she'll probably loft the belt at Mania or some point after. Yeah. Had her lose the belt and her come out there and talking a bunch of crap and stuff like that. And be like, uh, yeah, last time uh, we was in the ring, you cheap-shotted me. And then just have her kind of, like, them having shaking hands and stuff like that. Yeah. But then put her on armbar. You have an easy feud right there potentially down the road again. There you go. Yeah. And actual legit payoff then. You know, but that's... I don't know. That's just what I think about that. But anyways, I've completely went talking about the future instead of... And what I thought they should have did, then what actually really happened. Yeah. The match itself I thought was pretty decent. Had some good spots in it. Like I said, I'd like to have Bree interfere in the match a little bit more. Could have made it more a little bit more realistic and stuff like that. Uh, I wish... Nikki would have did. I liked like the Alabama slam and stuff like That's that. Cool. I liked when she would do physical stuff. I wish she'd give her more elbows and stuff like that. Honestly, I would have loved it if if Ronda probably would have bladed in this one. That'd been cool. If she'd have got busted up, and that could have really sold Doc like, Nikki's power and stuff like that. Kept her pretty strong. Yeah, uh, but uh, overall though, uh, it was pretty good. I mean, I would have probably ended with Becky and Charlotte instead, but. In all reality, the reason they're getting all women's pay-per-view and all the stuff they really are, they can say about all the other women they want, it's it's Ronda. It's strictly 100% Ronda. But this was Ronda's first WWE pay-per-view she did main event. So, which it won't be her last. I mean, there's been rumors of her main event and her and Charlotte main event in WrestleMania this year, and especially of Roman out of the picture. There's a pretty solid chance it probably will happen. I'd be fine with it, honestly. I really, I wouldn't have a problem with it, to be honest, because you know you'll have, you'll have you know you'll have Roman out, which was probably more than most likely probably going to be in the main event again, probably maybe against like a Rock or something like that. But 
you know, having Roman out of the picture, I, you know, I was fine with Charlotte and all of them main event at WrestleMania uh, uh, 31. 30. Or, I mean, 32, I apologize. I'm 32 on that. I was fine with him doing that. But with Ronda and Charlotte, I think that's a big time, that's a big money match, I feel like, in my opinion. When they've got their kind of like their past, where they would tweet back and forth at each other, like, you know, the four horsewomen, you know, kind of the pioneers. I think that's a big money match, and I'd be perfectly fine with that being the uh, the main event of WrestleMania, honestly, this yeah. year. Go ahead, so I think that's it's kind of setting up for you know that's the way I think it everything's setting up. I think there's a really good chance that they could main event, yeah. but I think especially after tonight, I feel like that's set up even more because it looks like Charlotte's gonna get out of that title picture of SmackDown. She lost, so I'm assuming like like I said, that's the way I would do it with Charlotte, and the fans are kind of turning against Charlotte. Yeah. Right now she's getting. Becky was way more cheers than Charlotte. Charlotte really sure. is getting booed. Yep. So honestly, I would I would write Charlotte off TV for the next couple months, and I'd have her just return in the Rumble. That's how I would do it because fans always get excited in her return sure. in the Rumble. Yeah. And uh, they because you know and, and have Becky against the thing like I've already beat Charlotte. But I don't need to beat Charlotte no more. You know, blah, you know, keep doing that right there. Yeah. And I, you know, and keep just having her tore out of pieces about fighting Charlotte like telling Becky that she shouldn't be allowed to fight her because. I've already beat her so many times, blah, blah, blah. And then just have Charlotte be like, I don't know what you're worried about. I don't want to fight you. Yeah. I want to fight the baddest or something like that. It'd be definitely cool. Yeah, definitely. And you can just go that route. And But uh, but overall, tonight's main event, I'd give it a 7.5. And, and as far as the show goes, overall, I'd give it a... I'd give it a strong 7.75 out of 10. Yeah. I, I feel like there was some uh, no surprises. Yeah. That and that's what hurt the battle royal earlier when I gave it like a seven and a half instead of higher because there was literally no surprise. There was no heel turns. There was no Nikki crosses. There was nothing like that. And, and that's fine. I ain't saying all pay per views need that, especially for your first one. But I just felt like I would have liked to have seen a heel turn or some. I'd like to have seen something big kind of got set up instead of. Most of the things we we pretty, we had what one title change? Yeah, one title change. Yeah, it was the uh, um, the Shayna Baszler one for the NXT. So it wasn't technically a WWE one, but still, it was a title change at the show. Um, Mike, do you have anything else to add on the show in itself? Mm-hmm. No. Okay, and like I said, and I, I'm in agreement kind of with Mike. I was going to give it a seven point five, seven point seven five. I'd be fine with that ranking for the whole show. It, it was a, it was a fun show, you know. We had a, had a good time. Went up, you know, dressed up, you know. Had had a good time there at uh, Tyler's house there. So it was it was a fun time. Um, you know, the overall seven point seven five, I can give it that. It, you know, had one title change and you know some good matches, but overall, it, it was. I would say it was probably a success for the first women's pay per view. You had a lot, you know, big time matches and things, and Ronda and them, you know, fought main events. So that was all cool and dandy. But uh, I do got a question for you. What what's the question you got after tonight's event? What's your thoughts on more all women pay per views? Would you like to see maybe one a year? Or would you like to see one like every other month? Or would you like to? See, I mean, what what's your thoughts on that? I would go kind of the route of a once a year type thing if you're going to do it. You know, I think every one like every once every like month or something like that, or, or you know, once every two months. I think it's kind of pushing it because you have most of your main women on the card anyway. You'll have your you know sometimes they're in a pre-show match. You have a pre-show uh, mixed tag match or a. Uh, 
Um, you know, you'll have your championships always defended on the shows most most of the time. You'll have your, uh, you know, solid women's feuds. You know, you have like your Rusev and Lana versus Aiden and, you know, somebody at a pay-per-view, which I don't think all women's pay-per-views needed, uh, you know, as much as, you know, once a year, I don't think. Maybe once every two years. Honestly, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's a big spectacle thing, but they may only, well, I'm not sure if they, they'll probably do it again at some point in time, but um, I'm thinking once a year. It's kind of like a, I'm just once a year. I don't feel like once every two months or once every month really needed because you already have the titles defended anyway. And plus, with this here, the match you had here, you had the May Young Finals, you had the NXT Women's Championship. Like the May Young Classic only happens once a year, so like I feel like you could have that once a year, the whole show, and have the May Young Finals there. You could have the NXT Women's Championship. You could have at some point down the road, you have an NXT uh, like the Women's Tag. Uh, team titles, you could have it defended there and periodically through pay-per-views throughout the year. Which I'm thinking just once a year. What, what, so you're telling me you don't want a bunch of matches like the three-on-three tag match? No. It's not needed. <laughs> not needed at all. Uh, but yeah, that's just uh, it's just pointless on that. Go ahead there, Mike. I, I agree. I, I like The idea of one a year was fine. It's just because if you start doing more, it just it's going to get way overkill. Yeah, oh, big time. Yeah. And uh, it just, it's it just like even ECW when they'd have like one pay per view a year. That's all right, but then they started getting a couple a year, and then it's like, uh, yeah. and then it, it gets lazier. Like you, like you said, most of your best matches wasn't even official WWE matches. It was the NXT and, and the, the May Young, yeah. and a battle royal, and then you had your two title matches. Then besides that. Eh. Two together, like three, so, three tags and things. And like Trish and them, and it's kind of like, eh, that, that don't really work all the time. Exactly. So I agree with that. Once a year, I'd be fine with. As long as it ain't the only pay-per-view that month, yeah. honestly, too. Yeah, I agree. Like having it in the mix with this Crown Jewel kind of, you know, helps it out because that's, that's, you know, this Friday. But, you know, speaking of Crown Jewel, we'll be back, you know, that like I said, uh, probably Tuesday or Wednesday of this week, probably more leaning towards Tuesday where Halloween's Wednesday and we kind of got some stuff planned for Halloween. So probably Tuesday, Tuesday night, Wednesday, it'll be uploaded. But uh, that's pretty much all the thoughts I've got on the tonight's card. But you can always follow us at Pro Wrestling Talk, Pro Wrestling TLK, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Follow me at Travis Terry 2 on Twitter, you know, Facebook, Instagram, collarandelbowbrand.com. Use that promo code PWT to check out um, Wrestle Rumble again. Go over and, you know, get your submissions because, again, they'll have theirs probably out this coming Tuesday or Wednesday, probably this week for the Crown Jewel. Um, but that's all. And like I said, shout out to, you know, Andrew. Uh, you know, we're using your song here again for the e- exit song for the podcast. So I really appreciate you letting us use that on there. Which um, one did you use this time? Falling, I used Falling Hard the last time. Use Moonlight. I think that's my favorite song by him. Let me make sure that's it. Okay, I can use that. Yeah, we can go. It's uh, you, you go through like Moonlight, Apple Music. That's my favorite song on his. Okay, yeah, we'll use Moonlight for the outro for this uh, show. But Mike, you want to go ahead and give any kind of plugs or and just give, you know give your social media stuff there. Uh, you can follow me at Mh Show Twenty One. That's on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, on PlayStation Network, and uh, you can add me on Facebook if you want. And you can't ask me every personal question in the world. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Somebody did ask me that today. If, if we can ask each other personal questions, and I'm just like, oh, I don't really know you. So, yeah. But no, you can ask me stuff. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> not all the personal ones in the world, though. But, but uh, anyways, though, uh, the pay per view is pretty solid, and looking, 
Well, that's kind of crazy. We've we've really had about a gap pay per view between every pay per view. Mm-hmm. So now yep. we were used to doing it every other week. Now, now we're going to do like literally three or four, six podcasts within like a month span. Yeah, that's kind of probably the most we did, in you know, in a start in a like you know, a order. Yeah. Because I mean, know. we did the one the other day on well, Thursday. Then we did the this one on Sunday. Then we're doing one again on Tuesday, and then we'll do one Friday, and then like the week or two after that we'll do it on like a thursday and then we'll do our post show and then we got plans for our 50th uh podcast we got big plans for that one and then uh, the wrestlemania show type the, thing, the, so. the wrestlemania show we got planned for our 50th so yep ah uh, god that's a lot of podcasts coming up but we'll do it well we'll do it you do it and do it you we're know we, it. we're gonna do it yeah we got a lot of content coming up but guys we'll be back at the crown jewel um you know prediction show there and then we'll do that probably one day this week so stay tuned guys and we will check you guys at the crown jewel not don't be confused with crown royal it's crown jewel uh so mike you got anything else to add uh Me, yeah, and we just pulled into our house. So I'm gonna go ahead and get in the get some shut out here for work in the morning. But guys, we will check you guys back out here at Crown Jewel. Peace out, people. <laughs>